Real Presence Live is now five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Prayerfully Yours, where our priest hosts offer a time of prayer for your specific intentions, and Inspired, Sharing Your Journey, where we hear beautiful stories of faith and hope from listeners like you. Local, engaging, and live, it's Real Presence Live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Be sure to tune in for these great features and more. the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hi, folks. Steve Splonskowski here coming to you live with Deacon Paul Trinan. We're coming to you from the Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. And just uh, finishing up there, our Straight Talk segment and... Uh, and that was with Father Michael Wensing. And uh, now we're going to move to the Winona, Rochester area to visit with Bridget Klusner. Br- uh, good morning, Bridget. Good morning. How are you today? Hi, I'm wonderful. Excellent. Thanks for being on with us this morning. We're, uh, talk to us a little bit about yourself, Bridget. Uh, give us some well, insight. Myself, you don't want to know much about. I'm more <laughs> interested in studying the... <laughs> Uh, the uh, Seven Sisters Apostolate, of which the founders, Jeanette Howe of St. Paul, is a good friend of mine, and we actually went to school together. We got our graduate degrees in theology from Ave Maria University, oh. and that's how we met quite a few years ago. Anyway, Jeanette has, uh, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and under the uh, spiritual direction of Father Joseph Johnson, who is the pastor of, Saint, of Holy Family Parish in St. Louis Park, uh, Minnesota, a, a suburb of Minneapolis. Anyway, she has uh, started this apostolate of praying for priests. And what it consists of is having at least seven women commit to pray one specific day each week, one hour for their parish priest or their pastor or assistant or their bishop. And it's to make a commitment for one year at a time. 
and to pray during that holy hour in front of the Blessed Sacrament or uh, in a church, specifically for just that priest. No other, no other prayers for anyone else. If you have others you should be praying for, well, then we recommend people go a little earlier and pray a little lo- or pray a little longer. But that's the gist of it. Is one uh, one sister one hour for one priest. So, Bridget, I want, I want to circle back to my first question because you kind of avoided it. But there was, there was, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do okay. want to, I do want to know a little bit about you because. So, what drew you, Bridget, to to you? Obviously, you became very interested in the Seven Sisters Apostolate. What drew, what what called to your heart to be a part of this? Well, I think just to see that all the problems in the church today, uh, and it's not you know new; it's been going on forever. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have so few priests, and the priests that we do have are so overworked. That one thing I can do as a woman, as a layperson, is to pray for my priest and to dedicate one hour a week just for that priest, for his physical health, for his emotional health, for his spiritual health. Um, that's what drew me. That I see all these parishes closing, and we know what the answer is: it's priests. And if we don't have priests, we don't have the sacraments. Yeah. Bridget, this is Deacon Paul Trinan, and, and I'm, I'm like Steve. I wanted to hear more about you, too, because you, oh, like, yes. you sound like you're a very spunky person and, and also wise in the sense that you realize the, that the, so many people will say, what can I do? What can I do? I'm just one person. You can do mm-hmm. the most important thing that there is in the world, right? You can Absolutely. Pray. It's you can about pray. getting to heaven, and we all want to get to heaven. We've got to help our priests bring us to heaven. One of the things... one small way. Right. Well, I, I would counter it's one big way, but <laughs> it, yes. it, it is. And, and one of the things that inspires more prayer is when we're edified by the result of prayer, right? And, and right. how have you been touched? What, how has this apostolate that you do, this, this, this seven sisters these prayer warriors of yours, how has that, what's been some fruit from that, Bridget? Can you share that with us? Well, I think, yeah. I I'm a, belong to St. Joseph's Parish in Olatana, and uh, we've had a lot of pastors the last couple of years. There was a lot of changes. Okay. And anyway, we ended up getting an announcement that we were getting a priest from the Diocese of, of Newark, New Jersey. And he was, I think, part of the neocatechumenal way that it's a fairly new apostolate of priests. But anyway, he was coming here. So our, our mission then for the Seven Sisters here at Oatana was to get the prayers going for Father Jim as he moved here. Anyway, he told me that, well, I decided to write him a note and just tell him. He had seven women praying every day, one hour every day for him for his successful priesthood and that he would be the priest that Jesus called him to be. And he has commented many times on how he knew that that was confirmation that what his bishop asked him to do is what he should do, that this is where he belonged. I've had other priests tell me that they couldn't make it if they didn't have people praying for them. I know one priest in Iowa who is, uh, he's got six parishes. That's horrendous. Yeah. He but you taking the time hundreds uh, of miles a day to minister to his people. He needs the support of what did Jesus ask the apostles in the Garden of Gethsemane? Pray one hour with me. And so that's what we tried to do. 
Bridget, that's beautiful, and, I, and I'm so encouraged by you letting your pastor know that you're praying for him. I think that the prayer is important, and then even, in, in not a, a flaunty way, but, but letting him know that I'm praying for you. I, I just, my first name is Paul. And okay. I just I have a brother just, Paul. Well, wonderful. And Paul. your brother and I share a feast day together with a guy named Saint Paul. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we just we just had the feast of the, the, the solemnity of yeah. Saint Peter and Paul. I received a card from one of my parishioners, Mary, bless her heart. All it said on it, all it said on it was, "Thinking of you on your feast day. Thanks for what you do." Well, Isn't that beautiful? beautiful? It just yeah. It just lifted me up. And and yeah. so, I, I know that's what you're doing for these priests. Well, How? and it's a hidden sort of ministry. You know, it's not something we don't have meetings. We try to get together once a year to renew our commitment together on the Feast of the Sacred Heart. But some people aren't able to get together. And but it's something you can do that is got fruit that we will never know about until we pass to the next life. But it's so much needed. I just think if if every priest and every bishop had at least seven people praying for them every week, one hour committed just for them, the change in the church would be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. And we have to lead it. We're the laity. We have to lead it. Absolutely. We're visiting with Bridget Klusner. And Bridget, are you from Owatonna, you said? Well, no. Actually, my husband and I grew up in Dubuque, Iowa. Oh. And so uh, we came to Minnesota only because our children moved to uh, Minnesota from Iowa instead of going south where we thought they should be going. And <laughs> so when my husband retired, we moved up uh, to be with our children and grandchildren. All right. Well, well welcome to Minnesota, uh, Bridget. <laughs> Thank we, you. We're, we're, we're glad to have you. I also live in Minnesota. Bridget, we're visiting with Bridget Klusner um, from the Winona, Rochester area. Um, and uh, this is Steve Sponskowski along with Deacon Paul Trinan, and we're coming to you live from the Abbey of the Hills. We're talking about the Seven Sisters Apostolate, which is a lay apostolate uh, that prays for priests. Um, And so, uh, Bridget, let's talk a little bit about the Seven Sisters Apostolate. If somebody wants to start this in their own area, what do they do? Well, they would. I would recommend they first go to the sevensistersapostolate.org on the World Wide Web. And there is, uh, they can learn more about the Seven Sisters. There are actually all the forms that we use, everything is there. But they can register their group right on the website, and then Jeanette Howe will get back to them within a few days, usually, uh, once they register. And the first thing would be, though, they would want to get seven committed women to praying for, you know, somebody on Sunday, somebody on Monday, Tuesday, da-da-da. And then, uh, and then there's nothing else. It's the people that would commit to pray, that they would go to church, that they go in front of the Blessed Sacrament and pray for their priest, fully for their priest. And I usually pray the hour. I start with uh, the Novena to the Sacred Heart, that Padre Pio used every day, praying for our fathers' physical, spiritual, and mental um, health. And then I usually say a rosary for him, a chapel of divine mercy, and then I usually read some readings from John Vianney or Fulton Sheen mm. on how, you know, on the role of a priest, so that I better understand and pray that he would have a deeper understanding. And so you mentioned going to a chapel. If somebody can't get to the chapel, 
um, or, or to the blessed, in front of the blessed sacrament, can they just pray at home, or, or how is, well, how is that set up? Well, they can, but we discourage that because part of the uh, apostolate is that we should make some sort of a sacrifice mm. to get to a chapel because we all know that praying in front of the blessed sacrament is uh, efficacious beyond any of our words. And so at all, if at all possible, yes. I had one woman actually in Iowa that uh, she... They, they have no church open during the week. Only They only have Mass on Sundays. She says her hour, she goes in her car, even in the heart of winter, and sits behind the church in her car because she knows the Blessed Sacrament is there and says her hour in her car. Wow, that is impressive. That is, that is impressive. That yeah, is I'm very, sure very impressive, talk. Bridget. Um, but this it is, is hard for everybody to get to. We're lucky in Wakana. We have a 24-7 adoration chapel. Yeah. But so many places don't, and it is tough. It is tough. And sometimes when we have it available to us, we take it for granted, don't we? That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. So, I'm going to just pause for a second here and try to do something radio-like and thank people for okay. tuning in to Real Presence Radio. My name is Deacon Paul Trinan. I am the rookie co-host with the professionals who are here, uh, Steve Sponsklowski and and uh, Brandon Clark, and we're 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 going around and we're visiting with some folks that are inspirational, and we've got Bridget Klusner, who's from the Winona Rochester Diocese, and she's talking about a really wonderful lay apostolate called Seven Sisters Apostolate, that is a gathering of seven women that dedicate for a year at a time that they would pray for their local parish priest for one hour per week or more before the Blessed Sacrament or at least within the church. And um, I just think that's awesome. You wanna, when, when Steve asked you earlier, Bridget, how can people register for this, you gave a website called sevensistersapostolate.org, correct? Correct. I'm curious, how many other... Uh, gatherings are there around Owatonna or Iowa well, it's or the nation? You yeah, 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 we the nation. We just broke 1,000 groups around the world. Wow. In 1,000. the diocese of Winona, Rochester, we have 27 groups praying for priests, plus we have three groups. We try to get three, 27 women praying for our bishop. So Bishop Quinn, right now we have two full groups, but we're working on uh, getting the third full mm-hmm. group for him, but we started the apostolate in 2011 with seven women committing in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, to put their parish priest. <clears throat> but that has now grown. Actually, I talked to Jeanette Hall the other night. She's up to 1,011 groups. We have groups in, we have one for the Pope, we have one for Cardinal Burke, we have one for, uh, in the Philippines, we have groups in, um, well, we just got the first one from Australia, the couple from Africa, uh, France, we've got quite a few, Italy, we've got quite a few, Spain, we have, uh, Minnesota has the most, but the Midwest is, is growing the fastest, Nebraska, North and South Dakota. Actually, in North Dakota, Jeanette and some of her original seven sisters are going to be touring North Dakota as a seven sisters caravan. Sometime around the 8th or 9th of uh, August, they're going to tour. They're going to stay in a different uh, convent and meet with people and uh, meet with priests about, you know, pushing forward on this apostolate. 
So there's a lot of good things going. Okay, so here's the deal. You said Jeanette is is the is kind of the the leader, the the inspiration for this. Right, have her swing. Tell her about the Abbey of the Hills for me, Bridget, and have her swing by little old Marvin, South Dakota, and have her stop well, in here. We'd God, love to I'm host her. I'm write that down right you now. Just write it down. Yeah. Okay, so now I know we're going to get this of, Abbey of the Hills dot org. Abbey of the Hills, and where are you located? We're in north. In, we're in northeast South Dakota. So it's North the town East is Marvin. South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marvin, South Dakota. Marvin. No, yep. well, I will certainly tell her that. Awesome. All right, so that's sister, seven sisters, apostolate.org. Apostolate.org. Yep. All right, and check that out, folks. Bridget, thank you for being on with us this hour. It's uh, oh, wonderful it's to talk pleasure. with you. And God bless you, God for, bless the, you. for the sacrifices and prayers that you uh, put up, uh, uh, well, sent up to heaven for, for our priests. We love our priests. Amen. Amen. All right. Up next, to- folks, it's time to take a 10-minute tour around the area with local events. And later in the show, Shauna Hansen of the Diocese of Rapid City will share more about the Ambassadors for Christ and how we can share the good news of Christ with others and more on Real Presence Live. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Steve Splonskowski along with Deacon Paul Trinan coming to you live from Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. This is Real Presence Live, coming to you live from Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. Steve Splonskowski along with Deacon Paul Trinan. And we are now going to enter into our world-known segment. (laughs) If you're listening on the web. Okay. Our world-known segment here. Up next, uh, our tour around the area. Ten-minute tour. So up first, I've got the St. John Paul II Golf Tournament. Vanessa, are you with me this morning? Yes, I sure am. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Talk to me about this uh, golf tournament, the St. John Paul II Golf Tournament. Okay, we have our 11th annual scramble um, Friday, July 19th at Belknap Golf Course in Jones, Wyoming. Um, The tournament format is a shotgun start at 8 a.m. Registration will begin at 7 to 7.45. Teams will be allowed a percentage of their individual handicap for a team handicap. Um, And the format is a four-person best ball scramble. Also, we have tournament sponsorships, which is a great way to advertise your business. Uh, We have sponsorships for $500 on up, and um, a whole sponsor for $250, black sponsor $150, and a door prize donation. 100% of our net proceeds from the tournament all go towards operating expenses for John Paul II's school. Um, and if you're interested, you can find entry forms at the school or online at John Paul II Catholic School. Uh, you can download a registration form there and um, bring it by the school. Wonderful, Vanessa. So that's Friday, July 19th at the Bell Knob Golf Course in Gillette, Wyoming. Um, it's 307 is the number. And the website again, Vanessa, is? Um, John Paul II Catholic School. All right, folks, check that out. And thank you, Vanessa, for being on with us this morning from Gillette. Thank you. God bless you. And uh, that's the St. John Paul II Golf Tournament, Gillette, Wyoming, uh, Friday, July 19th. Uh, Registration is 7 a.m. to 745-307-686-4114. The next item we're going to in our 10-minute tour is to Dickinson, North Dakota, Dickinson is uh, the home of St. Joseph's Catholic Church. St. Joseph's is going to be hosting a Pine Room Supper coming up on Saturday, July 6th. It'll run from 4.30 to 7 p.m. in the afternoon in their Pine Room. And um, it's a beautiful, beautiful church. I went online and looked at St. Joseph's, and it's just lovely, lovely church. But the Pine Room Supper consists of deluxe hamburgers. Not your average hamburger, Steve. These are deluxe hamburgers, hot dogs, baked beans, potato salad, pasta salad, pickles, watermelon, and dessert. Adults and youth, of course, are invited. They're $10, a plate, 
And if you're five or young, under, you get in there for free. What if you act like you're five or younger? I think then they may charge you twice. Uh. But <laughs> <laughs> Father Keith Streifel, I believe, is the, the pastor there. And I saw him online blessing all these people. Um, and he just sounds like a wonderful priest. So St. Joseph's Church, this is the Pine Room Supper. going to be July Saturday, July 6th from 4.30 to 7 in their Pine Room. And all are welcome. All right, and I've also got a festival coming up here, St. Benedict's Parish Festival. Um, everyone it is, invited, is invited to St. Benedict's in Duluth on Thursday, July 11th for their parish festival. The evening will begin at, with Mass at 5.15 and followed by food, games, and fellowship. Youngsters will enjoy the Bounce House the bounce and house. Obstacle Course. <laughs> there you go. Just for the youngsters, Deacon. <laughs> Everyone will enjoy the food. A pig roast, hot dogs, and a float will be provided. Parish parishioners are asked to bring a side dish. And if your last name begins with a letter from A to C, bring a salad. A D to an R, bring veggies, fruit cups. And if you're an S to a Z, that's going to be me, a hearty side such as potatoes or beans. Everyone is invited. That's St. Benedict's in Duluth on Thursday, July 11th. From the shores of the Lake Superior, we go down to the shores of the Missouri River in Yankton, South Dakota, for a forgiveness and mercy healing retreat. Is Jane on the phone right now? Yes, I am. Jane, give me your last name, would you please? Bars, B-A-R-Z. All right, well, welcome. Can you give us um, some input on the forgiveness and mercy retreat in beautiful Yankton, South Dakota? Okay, well, this is a this is an annual retreat that is uh, sponsored by the prayer group that uh, meets at St. Benedict, and we are co-sponsored for St. Benedict Parish. Uh, the director this year is Father Richard McAleer, and um, he uh, he believes that Father uh, believes that uh, the greatest healing occurs through the Eucharist. So um, during Mass, he you know he really helps people you know, um, come into the presence of the Lord. And that is his greatest, um, I don't know what the right word I want to use, but that's his draw. Like many yeah. people are calling me from all over uh, because we're listed on his page too. And they like to come for the retreat, but the biggest thing that they want to come for is the Mass. And this and is the third time that we've had Father uh, come and, and be with us. Uh, we start on Friday evening with registration, starts about 5.30. And with the actual event uh, starting at 7 o'clock with praise and worship. And then we'll have a, a mass, which is a conference. Then we continue on Saturday. So, okay. Well, that sounds beautiful, Jane. Again, people can register by going to ajoyfulshout.com, correct? Correct, yes. Oh, and this is the third time you've had you've had Father McClear? McAleer. McAleer. Thank you for correcting yes. me. Well, that should be wonderful. I ask for God's blessings on this mercy and forgiving, for, forgiveness and mercy healing retreat in Thanks. Yankton, South Dakota. Thanks, Jane. Appreciate all Thank your help. You. Yep. Thank God you. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Up next, we've got a Retrovi weekend in Marathon, Wisconsin. Irene, are you on the phone? Yes, I am. Irene, how are you today? Good. Thank you. Great. Ex excellent. Talk to us about this Retrovi weekend you got coming up. Okay, I'd like to tell everyone about an upcoming weekend for couples who are struggling in their marriages, even couples who have already separated or divorced. Far too many couples live in misery and don't know the joy of a loving marriage. It happened to us, but there's hope and it's spreading worldwide. It's a program called Retrovi, a French name that means rediscovery. 
It's a way to rediscover what you hoped your marriage would be like from the beginning. Retrovi is not counseling or group therapy. It begins with a weekend stay at a retreat or conference center where you'll hear presentations from other couples who share their stories of reconciliation using the tools they've learned in the program. Then you reflect on these presentations in complete privacy. After the weekend, a series of half-day follow-up sessions spread over the next few months build on the healing process begun on the weekend. It's completely confidential and affordable. No couple is ever turned away for financial reasons, and people of all faiths are welcome. The next weekend here in central Wisconsin is held at St. Anthony Spirituality Center, August 9th to the 11th. For more information or to find a weekend near you, the representative website is helpourmarriage.com or you can call the confidential toll-free number 1-877-922-4673. That's 1-877-922-HOPE. And again, the website is helpourmarriage.com. Thank you. Wonderful, Irene. Thank you. That's August 9th to 11th, St. Anthony's Spiritual Spirituality Center in Marathon, Wisconsin. Helpourmarriage.com, or you can call 877-922-4673 or 877-922-HOPE. Coming up next, Shauna Hansen will be with us to share a great opportunity of helping others grow in their faith through an organization called Ambassadors for Christ. And later, a newly ordained priest from the Diocese of Bismarck. Stay tuned to hear about Father Brandon Wolf's journey into the priesthood. Real Presence Live continues on the other side of this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two. 
because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Real Presence Live is now five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Prayerfully Yours, where our priest hosts offer a time of prayer for your specific intentions, and Inspired, Sharing Your Journey, where we hear beautiful stories of faith and hope from listeners like you. Local, engaging, and live, it's Real Presence Live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Be sure to tune in for these great features and more. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. This is Deacon Paul Trinan. I'm broadcasting here from the beautiful Abbey of the Hills with the professional, Steve Sponskowski, and we've got Brandon Clark keeping us on line here, as well as Aaron back in the studio. But I'm really excited about learning about our next host as well. We've had so many good people on today. I'm just, it's just such a blessing. But are you guys looking for a unique way to grow your faith out there? We've got a guest from the Diocese of Rapid City. Her name is Shauna Hansen. And she's going to share about this holy ministry that's going on in the Rapid area. And I'm eager to hear about it. Good morning, Shauna. Are you there? Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm I'm wonderful. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for um, coming forth to witness about how others, how others can grow in their faith. Um, I'm, I'm curious of learning more about what is called the Ambassadors for Christ. Can you tell us more about the Ambassadors? Sure. Um, I, we had it for the first time last year. Um, last year, the Office of Stewardship had the opportunity to host Chris Stewart and Tony Brown of Casting Net Ministries, and uh, they presented... Their seven pillars of evangelization, and then also tied those to our stewardship initiative. Um, and uh, it was uh, it was very inspiring. The people loved it. Um, and two of the things that they really focused on were um, the importance of um, spirituality of invitation, um, that is being courageous enough to invite others into a deeper walk with Christ, and then and then secondly, the importance of prayer. And then they challenged um, the participants at Ambassadors for Christ last year to really put those two things into practice and to um, go back to their parishes and invite people to our Fall Summit Conference um, and then to pray for the success of the summit, but also to pray for who God might be wanting them to invite to the summit. So um, that was a very successful effort. We had our largest summit conference ever with over 525 participants. So um, both the Ambassadors for Christ and the Summit were such a, such a success last year that we wanted to do something similar this summer. So we do have three um, half-day trainings coming up that we're calling Ambassadors for Christ again. Um, we have different presenters this year. Uh, we'll have Father Mark McCormick, who is our Director of Vocations, and then also Deacon Greg Sass from our diocese. And they're going to be sharing um, really the importance of a personal relationship with Christ and how they've grown closer to Christ um, and how the people they minister to have, and then also um, give some really practical tools for how to um, share your faith in Christ with others and invite others into a deeper relationship. So um, the last thing we're also going to do is is, um, give people a sneak preview of this year's summit um, and encourage them to go back to their parishes once again and invite people to the summit and then to once again, pray for the success of the summit. Shauna, this sounds exciting. Give me 
Give me a picture of how that works on the parish level. I will come back to the summit in a few minutes, but sure. the people that leave the summit, they come back, like you said, and they, they have these two different steps, spirituality of invitation and then the second being prayer. But give me how that looks on the parish level. Sure, we have a couple of uh, things. One, we um, we pass out a memorare card, so we, we encourage people to pray the memorare for the success of the summit. And um, our, on our card, you can actually mark off so that you can pray a thousand memorares for the success of the summit. So um, we encourage them to take a card home or to take several home and pass them out. Um, and then we uh, really encourage people to spend some time in quiet prayer, just asking the Lord um, who they might, be, who He might want them to invite to the summit. And then, um, in a very practical way, we just invite them to say um, to others, hey, this is coming up in September, it's going to be really great, I'm going to go, and would you like to come with me? So it's very gentle. Um, I I encourage people um, not to be afraid that um, we're asking them to really get out of their comfort zones. We just ask them to begin inviting people as just a natural course of conversation or to look for opportunities or to see a need and to have the courage just to invite people into a deeper walk with Christ. I want to thank people for turning into Real Presence Live this morning. Um, this is Deacon Paul Trinan. We're and 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 Steve Sponskowski. We're ho- co-hosting uh, our program this morning, and we've got a guest here. Her name is Shauna. Oh, Shauna, help me with your last Shauna name. Shauna Hanson. Shauna Hanson. Thank you. Thank you. She's from the <laughs> Rapid City Diocese, and she's talking to us about a unique uh, method of evangelization and stewardship combined. Ex- Give me an example, the ambassadors of Christ, Shauna. Give me an example of the stewardship aspect of that outreach. Yeah, in the Diocese of Rapid City, we have kind of a unique way of looking at stewardship. And um, most most of the time when, when people hear the word stewardship, they think money. <clears throat> That's yeah. the first thing. Or maybe they think time, talent, and treasure. That yeah. might be the next thing. But in the Diocese of Rapid City, we have a really different um, way to look at stewardship. We... Um, have three pillars. Uh, the first is generous hospitality, and under that generous hospitality, we focus on welcome, invitation, and fellowship. And so the ambassadors really keys in on that invitation part of that pillar. Our second pillar is lively faith, prayer, study, and formation. And so the ambassadors also focuses in on that pillar on the prayer aspect. And then our last pillar is dedicated discipleship, which is subtitled intentional love of God and neighbor. So our our stewardship initiative in the Diocese of Rapid City is really all-encompassing and involves much more than just the traditional ideas of stewardship, you might think. Mm -hmm. Um, But our our goal really is to lead people into dedicated discipleship um, and to have our parishes be places where people are welcomed and then encouraged to really have a lively faith and to become intentional disciples of Jesus. And Shauna, there are still some uh, dates available for training. Can people still sign up? Yeah, absolutely. We would welcome anyone. In fact, our goal is to have representation from every parish in our in West River, um, South Dakota. So we would be um, very excited if people would continue to sign up. Um, and uh, our first training is July Saturday, July thirteenth in Sturgis um, at St. Francis of Assisi Church. Uh, and then we have two dates in August, August 14th in Winter, South Dakota, and August 21st in Timber Lake, South Dakota. Those are both Wednesday evenings. And if uh, people are interested in learning more or signing up, they can go to catholicwayoflife.org, uh, backslash events, and click on the Ambassadors for Christ.
Wonderful. Okay, so that's Saturday, July 13th in Sturgis, uh, Wednesday, uh -huh. August 14th in Winter, and Wednesday, August 21st in Timberlake to sign up for that. And that website again, Shauna? CatholicWayOfLife.org backslash events. All right. And you, you talked about the unique view of the diocese look at stewardship. I love that, Shauna. I went to a stewardship um, workshop down in Sioux Falls last year, and it, it spoke of some of the similar things that you're talking about. Um, the uh -huh. summit, this year's summit is, is for 2019 has a unique name. Can you explain that to the folks? Sure. Sure. Uh, our summit this year is called Summit 2019, Our Story, Created, Captured, and Rescued. And our uh, featured speaker is Father John Ricardo of the Archdiocese of Detroit. Uh, we're very excited to host him. I think it's going to be a fantastic day. He will uh, speak. He'll, he'll do three talks. Um, they are titled Created, Captured, and Rescued. And then we um, have some fantastic hospitality and prayer time and Sunday Mass. And so, yeah, we're very excited for it. And it is a family affair. So we offer a youth track. Uh, we offer child care for children one to three, and then a youth track from pre-K up through middle school, and then high schoolers are welcome to attend with the adults. So. Wow, you guys are you guys are really organized. I have to t tip my hat to you. Okay, Shauna. Um, yes. Is that one of the participants in the background? <laughs> yeah, it might be. That's my newest <laughs> That's grandson, actually. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So you had five hundred. What did you say? Five hundred twenty-five attend last year. We did, we did, and we know that number because that's the capacity of ter the Terrasong <laughs> facility. We can't wow. hold any more than that, so we had to cut off registration at that. And that included both adults and children, but we wanted to, yeah, we wanted to have um, room okay. for everyone to I want that. you to do. I want you to do two things for me, Shauna. I want you to use okay. your gift of prophecy. How many are coming to this year's summit? Well, we're 525. We are absolutely shooting for 525 again. All right. So. And then I want yeah. you to remind folks, how can they register? How can they get involved? Okay. Uh, so go to our website, catholicwayoflife.org, backslash events. You can find information about Ambassadors for Christ and also this year's Summit 2019. Awesome. Thank you, Shauna, for being with us, and good work on the Ambassadors for Christ. Coming up, you won't want to miss the journey of the newly ordained Father Brandon Wolf. Stay tuned for Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. 
Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's great to have you back in Real Presence Live. Um, We have the opportunity now to talk to somebody who's newly ordained, and I'm saying within the last, I would say, the last several weeks, we're going to have an opportunity to talk to Father Brandon Wolf about his ordination and how things have been going and progressing for him. So I'm going to say good morning, Father Wolf. Are you there? I am. Thank you for having me on. Oh, it's our pleasure. Believe you, me. It's wonderful to have you on. You're the second priest that we've had on this morning. Mm-hmm. One who's getting towards um, the backside of his priesthood, and now you, who's just out of the gates, getting started. So praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Give give our listeners an idea where you're at right now, Father. Where are you located? Where are you where are you ministering at your first your first opportunity? Sure. So I've been appointed to be parochial vicar at uh, Spirit of Life in Mandan, North Dakota, and um, I'll also be teaching a little bit at the high school here at St. Mary's, as well as helping out with masses and hearing confessions at the middle school here uh, as well, and so. Uh, and everything in between. <laughs> yeah, your your hands sound full. Um, let's back up a little bit. Let's back up. I mm-hmm. always think, you know, I have an opportunity to be around um, seminarians and um, even folks that are looking at vocations. Tell us that moment, Father Wolf. Tell us that mm-hmm. moment when you first started, began to hear this call to the priesthood. Sure. Uh, well, mine... Uh my experience was a little bit different, maybe, than some others. Uh, I had been born and raised in a uh, devout Catholic family. And after, you know, towards the end of high school, after high school, I kind of fell away from the faith a bit. And I uh, had reached a point when I was around 26, I would say, um, where, you know, I hadn't been faithful uh, for quite a while. And I realized in my life uh, that I was really missing something. And I took some time uh, to kind of just stop and ask uh, our Lord. Uh, you know, I said, hey, God, if you're really up there, all I really want uh, is to be happy. And he made it known uh, in that moment that I'd only be happy uh, if I was his priest. And so uh, at first I would say that <laughs> probably upset me a little bit. I wasn't really <laughs> ready for that. Yeah. And uh, But um, having gone through the process and talking to uh, the vocation director at that time, then uh, Monsignor Tom Richter, and uh, speaking with some other seminarians, I saw that that was absolutely true, um, that that would be the way uh, that I would come to know uh, true happiness uh, in this life. And then uh, having gone through seminary and, you know, just these first few weeks of the priesthood, um, yeah, it's, it's just this fountain of, of life that kind of overflows <laughs> from yeah. 
from all of it, and so I'm really thankful uh, to God for that. That He was able to get through my hard head at that time, and um, so it's been it's been a real graced period. There's a grace period right now. Certainly, you're in the honeymoon phase of of your <clears throat> priesthood. But tell us, a, a, a share something, and I think if for the other young men and for the women who are considering a call to the the um, you know the religious life. It's not all roses, though, in this seeking out uh, becoming a priest, right, Father? That's yeah. No, that's true. Um, there's a bit of growth, I would say, and I think that's a huge part of uh, seminary formation is trying to, um, you know, kind of lay yourself bare, kind of open your heart and see really where are those places um, where God has some work to do, and uh, we have some work to do. And to be, uh, you know, open and honest about that, and that can be uncomfortable sometimes to admit, you know, that we're not we're not perfect, and that we need uh, to really uh, grow in our relationship with God and growth in virtue, and um, just some of the separation from the worldly, you know, pleasures that uh, we had found joy in before, and even with the good things, um, being away from family and friends for periods of time and um, realizing uh, just how much uh, really rely on uh, our Lord uh, for all things. And uh, he ultimately kind of, um, you know, through his grace, uh, able to um, kind of just keep him at the center. And so that can be difficult, that growing experience, as it is with in any situation where there's going to be a stretching of the person, a stretching of the heart, and... Uh, but ultimately that leads to more room uh, for the things that matter and for him and uh, his grace. I want to ask a question that would maybe represent a broader audience than just ordained clergy, but mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you from your, from your perspective, Father, what part did mm-hmm. spiritual direction play in that formation? And I'm, I'm going to be quick to let our audience know that spiritual direction is just not for the ordained. It's not for those that are going to seminary through formation. It's for all of us. And and with that, then, take it away, Father. What part did that play in your your growth? Absolutely. I think uh, one of the important aspects of spiritual direction uh, for me um, was the coming to the understanding that God is not always going to work with uh, great big fireworks or huge insights all the time, but it happens a lot just in the normal daily routine. And then just uh, living life and trying to be close to Him, you know, staying true to the sacraments or whatever. And uh, where the spiritual director can really help with anybody is noticing uh, these little uh, parts of our life where God may be working, but that we're not ready, readily... Um, open to receiving or we can't see because we're so close to the situation. Mm -hmm. And so something that uh, we might not notice could be super uh, apparent to a director or somebody that's simply listening to you tell the story. And it might, and it might be um, very, very um, just kind of the monotonous everyday things that we think are normal, but where if there's an outside person there that's listening, uh, they can really kind of find that thread that's weaving its way all through uh, our day-to-day activities, and um, that's where spiritual direction, I think, can really help. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. 
If you've just joined us, you're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Steve Smolenskowski along with Deacon Paul Trinan, and we're visiting with Father Brandon Wolf, who is an early ordained priest in the Bismarck Diocese. Uh, Father Wolf, talk to us a little bit about, so what has it been, what is it like to have been a priest so far? Some of the, some of the recent joys, and even maybe some of the, the struggles. Yeah. Sure. I would say, so my experience has been a little unique. So we just got back last night from a Rome pilgrimage with about 130 high school students uh, from the North Dakota Catholic schools. And so most of my time has been spent the last uh, few weeks uh, with the students. And so that's been a really unique and blessed first experience, I would say, uh, as a priest. And uh, very humbling uh, to see the absolute trust and faith um, that um, the students have in simply um, knowing that you are a priest and calling you father and and all of these uh, those sorts of things, um, but being able to celebrate the sacraments with them, walk through their um, walk through with them in the in their experiences every day, and particularly in a place like Rome or CC or Siena, and uh, seeing how powerfully God is working in their lives, um, and uh, it, like I said, it's just a real humbling experience to be able to be that instrument of God and to see uh, the faith with uh, which people uh, put in you as, and seeing you as re- his representative, and so that's been amazing, and then obviously celebrating the sacraments. Um, I was talking to some seminarians uh, the other day, some friends back in Rome, and um, just told them, you know, hey, I was in seminary for seven years, and just for, you know, that first week or first couple weeks of the priesthood, those seven years were completely all worth it, um, no matter what the struggles are, or joys or whatever, uh, it's all been worth it. So uh, just to continue on and stay strong and uh, just uh, keep Christ and his mother uh, close, and um, it's all just a beautiful, beautiful gift. You know, Father Wolf, your your decision here flies in the face of the world. I, you're you're a young man, I assume. Can you tell us the range of your age? Are you between twenty and thirty, I assume. Uh, no, so I was a later vocation. I oh, entered okay. at uh, twenty eight, and so I'm okay. thirty four. I'm about ready to turn thirty five. Okay, but so you're still relatively a young a young. No, man. he's an old man. Uh, an old man at thirty four. Oh gosh, I'm really old <laughs> yeah. now. The deacon, that makes you yeah, well. Anyway, old. we won't talk about that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I'm trying to get, the, I mean, your choice there kind of flies in the face of the world as saying, you know, this is what we need. Um, and, and you recently would have had to, you know, really pray on and come to the grips with the decision that, you know, as in life, when we choose one thing, we give up something else. Um, but the world would say, you probably now have a sense of loss of what you can't have in a wife or a family. But are you experiencing that? Uh, no. no. What, what, mean, what are you actually think, experiencing? Right. I think that... Um you know, on the front end, or at least the way it may be perceived uh, sometimes in our culture, is that in giving up uh, some of our uh, the joys of life that we find uh, that we think uh, bring us happiness, um, in a way, when you give those to God, He really transforms those and makes uh, our intentions and what we choose to do with those joys uh, more pure. And so the reality of what they are uh, becomes more apparent. And in that way, um, you know, when we give those things to him, he uh, returns them to us, you know, a hundredfold. And so if anything, um, I think the idea of not having a family or whatever is just um, 
it's just not true. And even, you know, working with like all the students these last couple of weeks or, um, or having all of my brother priests and just all the families, uh, in a real way, um, there's a, a unique aspect to, um, the family that is the body of Christ that is very profound and completely fulfilling and, uh, being able to give, uh, yourself totally to that is itself uh, a greater uh, joy than uh, I could have uh, imagined before entering seminary. So. Well, we've got Father Brandon Wolf online with us. We thank you for joining us. It's been a blessing to hear your story. I'd love to hear more of it. Um, unfortunately, we've got somebody in our, our ears telling us it's time to move on. I just okay. want to emphasize how you mentioned humble. It's your first few weeks, your first few months of a humbling experience, a humbling experience. If we can hold on to that as as clergy and as as Catholics, we're going to be just fine. So I'm going to go visit you at Spirit of Life, Mandan, Father. And I, I'm going to, I can't, my son goes to University of Mary, and I'm going to swing down there and say okay. hi to you someday. Thanks for Wonderful. joining That'd us. That'd be great. Yeah. Thank, you, right, Father thank you. Up next, we have uh, we're going to throw our the mic back to Aaron in Fargo for a update on what's coming up with our next Real Presence Live show. Aaron, you got it. I caught that mic. We've got Deacon Michael Kaperman and Reverend Crane to talk about their new ordination to the diaconate and the priesthood. We've also got Bishop Paul Serba talking about Built Upon Rockfest, and Fathers Rich and Ryan are going to be our straight talk priest here and also hosting tomorrow's show. We've also got Dave Taylor talking about the polls program. We'll hear a little bit more about that and what that all means right here on Real Presence Live 9 to 11. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, Deacon Paul, thank you. It's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. It, here. it just it went so fast. Let's, let's do it again. Let's uh, do it again. Okay. Hi, amen. Brandon will mark amen. that down. But before we, before we head off uh, to, to uh, More to Life, which is up next, folks, uh, Deacon, let's talk about you have an event coming up here July 21st. It's a concert here at Abbey of the Hills. Yeah, who's, who's our, who's our it's an outdoor concert. Unspoken is the Catholic or is the the Christian band artists are coming from Hills Alive and heading back to their home in I want to say Nashville, and I don't know how the Holy Spirit led them to us, but we're gonna we're gonna host them for a, a concert, outdoor concert at 5 p.m. Come with your family. It's open to everybody. It's ten dollars a ticket. I think it's really really reasonable, and we'd love to just have folks. We'll have food. We'll have. Just a great time. So is it? So it's ten dollars for a family ticket, or how does for, that work? For a, for an individual. For okay, an so individual, ten dollars yeah. per person. Yeah. All right. July twenty first, the unspoken concert here at Abbey of the Hills, um, and it's the for more information Abbey of the Hills dot org. Yeah. So check that out. And uh, so Deacon, I'll give you the last couple of minutes to well, say what you'd like. Again, this One has minute, just been a pleasure. I guess. Uh, I came into this not knowing what to expect. I remember my wife saying to me this morning, she goes, just be yourself. And I think the Holy Spirit works on that because I said to these guys, I said, oh, you want me to be myself? <laughs> that means I'll be making lots of mistakes. And about on cue, Steve knocks over this bottle or this glass of water on a side table just to make me feel more comfortable, Steve. I wish that was why I did that, but yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brandon cleaned it up. So, you know, he's so always cleaning thank up. Thank you, guys. Me. It's been a pleasure. And yes. um, I just want to... Ask God to bless your ministry. I think the, the the act of reaching out and going out into these communities that you serve, I, I I just don't you know. It's beautiful how you get on that Real Presence Radio jet and make your way around. Yeah, yeah. The, the pickup is kind of a jet. <laughs> All right, when Brandon drives, it's a jet. Thanks for uh, tuning in on Real Presence Live. We're going to attain you to.
send you back to the network for more to life. Aaron, thanks for your time. And Brandon, thanks for setting us up. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local.